trends, current affairs, and pathways to success on Talk Story Business Edition Podcast. On this podcast, Austin Biak, an award-winning mortgage real estate guru, and William P. Toom, a modern-day urban Robin Hood, share and simplify the latest research and best practices from award-winning business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals to educate and empower you on how to make money, save money, and compound the interest of earned revenue to thrive happier, healthier, and improve your business practices for greater efficient impact. The end result is that you understand alternative pathways to roads less traveled to success that the daring duo share on the show. Together with Ignite San Diego, sparked by the BBB, we resolve the challenges and obstacles of growing a successful business to be victorious in a new era of innovation. This production is supported by the Better Business Bureau, National Referral Network, Countywide Mortgage Lending, Business Group Resources, and Kaizen Group International. Welcome to Talk Story Media Business Edition. I'm William P. Toon with my co-host, Austin Behig. Today we have an amazing show. We have Miss Viviana Orpeza, a corporate lawyer, a great friend, a leader in our community. She's a uh, on the board for several community uh, organizations that advocate for small business owners. She is a pillar of our community. So without further ado, Viviana, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. And so uh, we don't like to fumble your profile, your, your accolades. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if you would grace us with your 30 second elevator pitch. 30-second elevator pitch. Wow. That's not enough time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, well, I am um, the owner and founder of attorneyandheels.com, which is a corporate and estates uh, law firm that I started as soon as I passed the bar. Yay. Uh, and I've been doing that for the last five years, working with uh, female entrepreneurs. Um, I do have some male clients, but I also work with um, estate planning clients uh, doing wealth protection and business protection. I'm all about protecting, you know, assets and businesses and just keeping everybody well protected. Yes. Protect your assets. Yes. <laughs> and your business. Cool. Well, first, I just have to say congratulations on your recent marriage. Yay. Thank I, don't, you. I don't know which button it is. <laughs> So I uh, just had to, and uh, I was there. It was just charming, enchanting, amazing. So, so awesome to see two people so in love, um, tie the knot. Uh, but which leads me to our discussion. Uh, right. And so when tying the knot, let's talk about what are those those vehicles that you can use to not necessarily, uh, you know, throw it in your partner's face, but you want to be able to protect your, 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 your hard work, your, your assets and your business. Right. Yeah. So when, you know, we decided to get married, I, uh, I immediately told him about a prenup and he's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I don't care. Um, which is great, you know, because a lot of people think of prenups and they think of it as being, you know, romance killer and it, and you know, it really isn't, it, it really just enhances what would be like a good partnership because, it's like a business transaction and we do have to address it that way. Um, 
So we did a prenup and I actually posted on my social media when we signed our prenup. I put, you know, love hard, but get a prenup, <laughs> which is super important, you know, like, yeah, YOLO, but yeah. so plan. <laughs> when, 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 when do you initiate that conversation? Yeah. What's the best way? Is there, I mean, uh, you know, prenup reveal party, uh, you know, you know what? I considered having like a prenup signing party and inviting everybody to like bring awareness to like, it's okay for us to have a prenup guys. Like, you sure. know, talk to your lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but our conversation was very organic. I, I guess it just depends on like the relationship you have with the person. Uh, we were always very open to communicate with each other. Not only about, um, of course, like merging our blended families, but also like what that means financially for both of us. And we're both entrepreneurs. Um, we both have kids. And if you look at it from a protecting your family stance, like it's an easier conversation to have. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we protect our families moving forward? And that includes protecting yourself, right? Because when you have a blended family, or even if you don't, like you have to be able to protect what would be a not so ideal outcome. Well, and I've been on the other side of it. I've, I've divorced. I have been, and and I've gone through all of it. Um, and this is one of the things that honestly has saved, um, that relationship. I'm, I'm still very, very close with, um, my ex-husband and, um, you know, because we were having those, those conversations, whether they were uncomfortable or not, it's because you love them because, you know, you know, worst case scenario, you guys don't work out that everything's already in line and it just makes that hard process that there's already so much to do and so much emotion and everything. It's already drawn out because you guys were both level headed and clear mind uh, when you guys were talking through these things in a, you know, loving time in, of your relationship. Yeah. And I think it, it really is a loving process. Um, yeah. Planning is you know, a prenup, depending on how it's drafted, uh, will only mean something if you decide not to stay together. Um, there's some things that obviously are, will if you have certain clauses, will be triggered during the marriage. Um, but, you know, if you approach it from a stance of, you know, just a very, like, um, general prenup, you can start the conversation by, like, this is not to kill our romance. This will only mean something if we decide not to g- stay together. And if you look at it that way, then it doesn't really tap into what your current relationship is now. It would only protect you in case something goes wrong. So I guess like, what's the difference do you, you do with uh living trust and, and yeah, so, so what's the difference between uh, a living trust? I know there's revocable and uh, irrevocable, you know, with, with a uh, trust, but I guess those versus a, a prenup and Yeah. So what a prenuptial agreement does is it severs the person's assets. It keeps separate what would be the assets of one person and another, and it won't trigger the state law here in California, which is community property, which is like that anything you build together is community property and therefore the community is entitled to it. Each person gets half. Um, So when it comes to estate planning, you have to know how you're going to plan that. The first thing is the prenup. The prenup will tell you whether there's community property or whether there's separate property. And if it's separate property, then you're drafting separate property trusts for each of the individuals. But if it's community property, then you're drafting a community property trust. Mm -hmm. And there's instances too where um, you can actually have both a community property trust and a separate property trust. I went into my marriage with a uh, prenup that 
severs all our assets separately. So anything that we have going into the marriage and anything that we build during the marriage stays separate. However, if we want to build something together, it will be very deliberate. There's, I have a clause in there that says that if we want to have something that is community property, it will be titled as such. And there would be the corresponding transmutation agreement, which is the agreement that states this started as separate property, but now we have very intentionally decided to make it community property. So it doesn't mean that you go in and immediately nothing belongs to your spouse. It just says that what you want to be community property is very intentional and you do it together. Right. So it's not set in stone. As as you grow in the relationship, you guys can come back together and kind of amend it. Is, is Do I understand correctly? We're not necessarily amending it. We're just saying like everything we go in with is separate. But if at some point he and I build something together, for example, if we start a company together and we decide that this is going to be a community asset, then we make an agreement that this is a community asset and we both own it. And this these are the terms of this asset and this is how it's going to be managed. So whereas without a prenup, you go in and it's it's automatically assumed that you're sharing everything. Mm -hmm. When you have a prenup, it becomes a very deliberate process. You have the conversation about whether or not you want to own something together versus, you know, the legal assumption that everything is just owned together. And I, I think that's huge because it's, you know, when people think it's, it's like, at least when I talk to people, they're thinking like it's real estate. It's all these big ticket items. But if you have a, a company that you started during COVID and you are now getting married, even though it might be something that you're building now, it could be much bigger in the future. And even though you're going to be buying real estate together, like you might still want to look into a, a, a prenup or some kind of, of legal um Talk to you, whether it's a trust or or something, right? Yeah. So the way it works is that if you own something prior to marriage, going into the marriage, Mm -hmm. the legal assumption is that it's separate property. It's not until you go into the marriage, if you acquire the asset after you get married, then it becomes community property. So where things get fuzzy is, you know, you own an asset before the marriage and then you go into the marriage, right? And then all of a sudden your spouse is contributing to this asset that used to be your separate property because you owned it before you got married, but now you're married. So, you know, they're either investing their time, you know, whether it's sweat equity um, or they're investing money in it or, you know, they're building on it with you. So then when you hit a divorce and there's no prenup, Mm -hmm. then it's you end up in court trying to determine like, okay, what portion of the business is actually community property? Because I put this much time and this much sweat equity. And even though you owned it prior to the marriage, it only blew up and grew after you and I worked on it together. So then it becomes this like very mixture of like what portion is separate, what portion is community. Whereas if you do a prenup, and then you later on decide you're going to grow something together. You have a very clear agreement as to who owns what portion and who, you know, like how much of this company do you own now that we've started it together? Are you ready to unlock the power of the Section 125 tax code for your business? Introducing the Tax Advantage Revolution. Attention business owners, did you know that if you have a business with 10 or more employees, you're entitled to a free federal benefit called the Section 125? But here's the kicker. With our AI health management system, you can supercharge those benefits and take your savings to a whole new level. Imagine this. Your company could save a minimum of $573 per employee per year. 
That's right, $573 per employee. But that's not all. Your employees would see their net pay soar by an average of $1,500 a year. It's a win-win. And here's the icing on the cake. Every employee will receive a free additional benefits package on top of their current group plan. Unlimited $0 co-pays on benefits like primary care doctor visits, urgent care visits, unlimited telemedicine visits, 100% preventive care, and $0 on co-pays on all formulary prescription drugs, and we've just added labs and x-rays. It's like a goldmine of benefits for your team. And guess what? The best part is the tax savings completely fund the AI health management system, making it a net profit for both your company and your employees. No startup costs, no contracts, just pure savings. So join the ranks of successful companies that have chosen the AI health management system to turbocharge your Section 125 benefits. Let's recap. You could save at least $573 each year per employee on your payroll taxes. Your employees will increase their net pay by an average of $1,500 per year. All employees receive an extra benefits package. And your FICA taxes decrease by 30%. That's right. Decrease your taxes. Redirect that cash flow back into your company. So don't miss out on the incredible opportunity to revolutionize your business finances. Visit taxincentiverecovery.com or call 858-333-6893. Now, and start your tax advantage revolution today. Let's turn a corner. Say the spouse is still living from an accident and one passes on. Now the company is in jeopardy because the spouse has no idea what was going on behind closed doors as far as the business. Mm -hmm. Now the spouse is passed on and she can now take over the business. Right. What vehicles can a business owner put in place to protect the company from, you know, possibly failed leadership? Right. Yeah. And, and I talked to clients about this too. It's a, um, when you enter into a partnership agreement or you enter into a business with another person, it's essentially a marriage. It's a business marriage, right? So there has to be an agreement. I mean, usually entrepreneurs, we're like, we have this fire in us. We want to like launch and we want to do it fast. And we're so excited about the venture that sometimes we overlook like the, you know, very important fundamentals, like putting the right agreements in place, having the right protections legally. Um, so sometimes, yeah, like if, for example, if you have a partnership of two people that are creating this widget, I, I'm talking like a lawyer, we always call something like, okay, we're both creating this widget, right? And we go into this company together. We're both, you know, equal partners in it. And, you know, they're married. And then one of them dies. Well, if that partner didn't have a very clear agreement with his other partner as to what happens to that part of the ownership Like now all of a sudden through california law like the half of the his half of the company now belongs to the spouse right and the spouse is not an engineer in this widget doesn't know anything about the business and all of a sudden they co-own it they come in like acting like they're oh i own this company now like let's keep going and the other partner starts to like basically lose his mind right because 
you now have a person running a company with you that doesn't know anything about the company itself. So what I tell them is like always have a buy sell in place um, because things happen just like with estate planning. Not only do we talk about like how is it going to affect the family and the kids when you die? Like if you're a business owner, how is it going to affect your business? How is it going to affect your business partner, which you should also be concerned about in addition to your family? So a, what a buy sell does is if one of the partners dies, it triggers a clause where um, it gives the, the first uh, right of refusal to the remaining living partner or partners if there's more than um, two still living. And it allows them to buy that portion away from the spouse. So usually the way we do that is we fund it through life insurance, right? Um, mm-hmm. You The company buys um, – you know, company owned and paid for life insurance on each of the partners. And then if one dies, then the, um, the life insurance pays out the spouse, the spouse gets the life insurance and then the partners keep the whole of the company so that they keep the spouse completely out of their business. So there's, and and that's just one way. There's different ways to fund a buy sell. Life insurance is one of my favorites because it's a little, you know, it's, cheaper to maintain and it's also um very um it's it's just quicker way to pay off the spouse versus like setting a little bit of money aside here to pay off the spouse or tapping into your current like capital like it's just better to have the life insurance so if something happens life insurance pays off the spouse she goes away happy with her money of what you know would be the value of the company. And then that too, like your buy sell will also determine like what the value of the company would be. You could have a predetermined value. Like if we were to die, we're going to assume that the company's worth this much. And then this is what would pay out the spouse. So good. Yeah. And it's great. And you, you know, you can also state like if, if it's unknown what the value of the company is at the time when you enter into the buy sell, you can put terms of, how the value of the company will be determined. What would the accounting method be? You know, um, just what would be uh, the person that's going to be hired to do the valuation? Um, is it like, um, is it going to be a person that's going to be mutually agreed upon? Um, just there's so many things that can go into a buy sell, but having those things set ahead of time will definitely avoid the headache mm-hmm. of having to fight with a spouse who isn't, doesn't know anything about your company and now they own half of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. So that leads me to your, your tagline is the attorney in heels. So is this what the attorney in heels uh, educates and empowers our community on finding, you know, ways to protect assets and, and business or if you could share, you know, what is it that you do for our shared community? Because you're out there, you're, you're in the trenches, you've been at this for quite a while. Now you're, you've joined forces with nonprofit organizations and, yeah. and you're contributing. So tell us about attorney in Hills network. So uh, our attorney, see attorney in Hills network. Okay, so attorneyandheels.com is my firm itself, but the Attorney and Heels Network, I did it as a way to support other attorneys that are doing what I'm doing. So um, I launched straight out of law school, like 
in the trenches with everyone else. I'm an entrepreneur, like all of my business owners. So I understand, you know, the roller coasters they go through. Um, so what I wanted to do is build a network of other attorneys that are entre- entrepreneurs like me. We have, we started our small law firms, but I want to be able to help us help each other. So I, um, since I do corporate law and estates, like I figured if I can tap into other small firm owners that have that cover different areas of law that I don't cover, then we can all help each other out and build like a mutual referral network. Call it a BNI-ish type of thing, right? So I tapped into a personal injury attorney, an employment law attorney, an immigration law attorney, a even um, a special needs attorney for kids that are in school. Um, and then I also have um, my divorce attorney, my criminal law attorney, and my bankruptcy attorney. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. So we're, and we're, and we are all this, we all have small, like either one or two attorney law firms and we refer business to each other. Yeah. So if, if. I don't think I'd have any more room on my speed buttons for all those attorneys. <laughs> yeah. And, and but it makes sense. It totally know? makes sense because if, because people just know you as a lawyer. They right. don't often pay. Most people don't know what the hell we do. They just know you're a lawyer and if legal problem. You come know to you, everything. You yeah. know everything. And you know what? There's I when I went to the bar, like I had to learn 17 areas of law to pass that bar. So, you know, <laughs> it was like but when you come out, like your brain only has certain room for certain parts of the law. So you need different lawyers for different things. And I just, I have a lawyer for everything. So if somebody comes to me and they're like, oh, I really need a divorce lawyer. I'm like, I got Deanne for you. She'd be amazing. Let me send you to her. If I need, a, if they need a criminal law attorney, like I have one in North County, I have one in South County. Like, yeah. Yeah. and, and I just like, I think it, it's almost, it's walking what you talk, right? Like, Yes, like I want to help entrepreneurs, but I also want to help entrepreneurs that also do what I do, you know? Sure. So. And and for those entrepreneurs that are doing what you're doing and want to reach you, how can they find you? Yeah. Yeah. So I am on um, attorneyandheels.com. You, there's a button on there that you could get on my calendar and talk to me um, and or you can call my office and I they'll get you on my calendar. Um, I will also be able to put you in touch with the various um, attorneys, if even if they are in different um, areas of law. Um, and I'm here to help. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting your uh, phone number in my phone. And if there's any legal problems, I'm just going to call you. And I know that you have someone that can set me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd be glad to help. I, I have a, an amazing team of attorneys. You know, right now they're all female. Um because, you know, I, I try to like, you know, lift the people that I know we, sure. we need. And and most of them are Latinas because, you know, like less than 2% of all attorneys are Latina hey, females. Girls so, around the world. So I'm like, I'm like, we need more representation and we need more, you know. Calling people. all women attorneys. Contact Viviana. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's been awesome. Thank you for being on the show. Um, do you have any up and coming events or uh, last words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience? Um, I every year I do what's called my twenty five legal tips of Christmas. I know <laughs> it sounds insane. One day I was in my shower and I was like hearing in the background the TV where it's like the twenty five movies of ABC on Christmas, and yeah. I was like, I'm doing the twenty five legal tips of Christmas. Sounds so- like an advent calendar. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So every year on during Christmas time, I'll go on my social media and I'll blast to all of my uh, different um, media methods. Uh, a quick legal tip for every day of you know Christmas from December first to the twenty fifth. That's awesome. What's your uh, Instagram? Yeah, handle? add me to your mailing list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so what's the first tomorrow? So all of my social media is Attorney in Heels. Okay. Um. So I'm at Attorney in Heels on Instagram. I'm Attorney in Heels on TikTok as well as you okay. know. Own the branding. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And she is in heels, just so yeah, I know you guys can't see her, but <laughs> yeah, I stay true to that. <laughs> she literally walks her talk. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Viviana, thank you very much for coming on. You're a wealth of knowledge, and I, I have a half page of notes just sitting here listening to you. So I really appreciate it. I know uh, Will does as well. We'd love to have you back on because uh, there's always some type of legal issue out there that we could uh, lean on a good lawyer for. And, yeah. and you know, what are best practices? What's trending and how do we overcome these obstacles of the journey in entrepreneurship? Yeah. And then with January rolling around, there's always like new laws that go into effect. So then I have to make sure that I. Well, you have an open invitation to come back in January and talk about all these new laws that we're going to get affected by. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. (laughs) And if you want to bring one of your friends from your, your mastermind group or your 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 network. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all the attorneys in heels network are all wearing heels. Yeah, (laughs) for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. All right, Viviana. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. This is a Talk Story Media production. Talk Story Business Edition is hosted by Austin Behick and William P. Toon. Supported by the Better Business Bureau, National Referral Network, Countywide Mortgage Lending, Business Group Resources, and Kaizen Group International. Trends, current affairs, and pathways to success on Talk Story Business Edition Podcast. On this podcast, Austin Biak, an award-winning mortgage real estate guru, and William P. Toom, a modern-day urban Robin Hood, share and simplify the latest research and best practices from award-winning business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals to educate and empower you on how to make money, save money, and compound the interest of earned revenue to thrive happier, healthier, and improve your business practices for greater efficient impact. The end result is that you understand alternative pathways to roads less traveled to success that the daring duo share on the show. Together with Ignite San Diego, sparked by the BBB, we resolve the challenges and obstacles of growing a successful business to be victorious in a new era of innovation. This production is supported by the Better Business Bureau, National Referral Network, Countywide Mortgage Lending, Business Group Resources, and Kaizen Group International.